it's like I've said, a lot of trial and error trying to figure out, um, you know, what works best. And uh, we're just we're just happy that we are better able to serve the community by um, reaching, uh, you know, multiple uh, ethnicities and whatnot in the area. That's awesome. We bring smiles. We improve people's smiles. So that's kind of where that connection came in. That's so cool. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. We're we're working on making, we're in the business of making people smile. Exactly. That's really good. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host, Gary Bird, and I am super excited today because I have Caitlin, who's the director of marketing from Henritzi dental group. She has nine locations with over 400 new patients. And you're going to love today's story because it's very, very unique. You're not going to hear a marketing strategy like this from anybody else. We're going to go into how she's using everything from church bulletins all the way up to billboards, tickets at events. And you're going to love this story. And she goes into the weeds of how to actually execute on that for practices just like yours. So you're going to want to stay tuned. All right, Caitlin. So you are overseeing nine offices as the the marketing director, and you guys are seeing over 350 to 400 new patients a month. So why don't you tell us, first of all, what kind of patients are those that you're seeing? Like, what's the mix? And then how are you getting those into the office? Yeah. So uh, as far as our our target demo is kind of across the board with uh, in the de- within the dental industry. And, you know, we see a lot of moms that are 28 to 35 years old bringing in their kids scheduling their husband's appointments as well. Um, And then on up, you know, we see a lot of um, older uh, individuals in the area that the Smurver implant cases and whatnot. Um, But as far as how I'm getting them in there, you know, I focused in 2022 on really branding Henritzi Dental Group across Southwest Virginia. And, um, you know, there's a good span of three hour radius that we can pull people from. And we've got um, our nine offices spread within that radius, but um, you know, and they're all one, all one brand, right? Yeah, so you have one brand. Yep. Yeah, because because that's the tricky part. A lot of times they're like, "Oh yeah, I want to do that," and it's like, "Well, I have nine practices with nine different names." Right. That strategy doesn't work now. Right. So this is very specific to having one brand. Yeah. So within the DSO, you know, we'll bring on these dental offices. They keep their patients. The doctors stay with uh, the patients that they've had for years, and then we just provide the central services for them. Um, and with those nine offices, they are all branded Henry Dental Group, like you said. Um, but yeah, so for the branding approach, I just kind of um, really hit the ground running with um, getting our name out there. You know, Roanoke area, which is where the majority of our offices are, it's a little more traditional with marketing. So there's a lot of print. Print is still fairly popular here. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. which is very interesting. But I I prefer not to use it. And I think it's been... Um, it's been good it's for us. Right? It is very expensive. You know, a lot of a lot of mailers, a lot of magazines here. Um, but I've moved more the digital route, and I think it's been good for us. Um, you know, and I do do some billboards in the area just because we do have oh, a nice. lot of traffic main highway through the um, through the middle of Roanoke. So yeah. Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. 
You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. Yeah, billboards uh, start to make sense when you get more located. Like if you have one uh-huh. location, a billboard doesn't make sense, right? right? But if you have multiple locations in an area and you're getting all those eyeballs, uh-huh. then then it, the economy of scale, it's actually really cheap because maybe it's only 100 bucks a month per office or 200 bucks per right. month per office to have a sign. So that that's really cool. So let's let's talk about, so you're seeing 400 new patients a month. Uh-huh. How many of those are coming from marketing versus... Uh, like other sources and things like that, and like refer patient referrals, things like that. Sure. So I'd say it's probably split down the middle. Um, you know, I do. Re- as far as like our reporting goes, um, you know, our software is Zenicon, and we do have some great um, reporting. But I struggle a little bit with our people just marking something down, and you know, not really thinking how did they actually hear about us. Yeah. And then you also think too, like. They may have heard about us on Facebook. They may have seen the billboard, but then they click internet because they Googled us. So um, I get a lot of our referral source coming from internet website. You know, we, we run digital um, Google ads. We run, um, or I, I have a company that I work with for SEO. So we do get a lot of our traffic there. Um, but I'd say- do you do, do you do your Google ads in, in-house? Do, like, do you do it yourself? I actually, or do you some- so I do have some, I have company that I work with that does them locally. Who, who do you guys use, if you don't mind me asking? Um, they're a say. local group, O'Connor Group, um, and they're local to Roanoke. So, yeah. Awesome. And, they, and so they, do you know- Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, no, they, no, they've ahead. been very helpful. Um, you know, they they know the area very well. And so um, we've seen a lot of increase um, in our patient- uh, That's awesome. Acquisition so system, much- Yeah. So breakdown, give me a breakdown of, so, so you're seeing probably 200 a month from like digital uh-huh. marketing. How, how much are you having to spend to generate those 200 new patients? So that's kind of, it, it varies every month. That's for sure. It just depends on what, uh, what office I need patients in, but I can go with something, uh, a deal that we're, we have right now with um, this marketing agency and they're wonderful. They do digital ads. They um, were doing social mirroring ads as well as um, uh, geofencing areas and following, um, you know, following our, our who we're trying to get into our offices. Um, and so that is a deal that's about $3,000 a month. And uh, what's really cool about that is the reporting that they have is very specific. So um, just in January, we had over believe it was like 150 verified visits, meaning that um, these individuals visited one of the the locations that I had geofenced and um, and then they actually visited our office. But not only just visited our office, they had to open their phone and see um, a website or open an app and actually see the ad again when they're in there. So it's very specific. So if you have 150 verified visits, you're actually estimating that about 400 people are coming in because your allowance on your phone has to be there. So they had to have clicked allow tracking and then they're in the office and um, they see our ad. And um, and so just just estimating about 400 um, visits from those ads as well, which is. Oh, wow. 400 new patients or 400 people just, coming back. He, it's, it could be both because it's hard to say okay. going down to that data because yeah. it could be somebody that visited. Um, you know, I have like Target geofence. And so yeah. one of the moms so that comes two, from Target. So- Right. Totally. Okay. So it's just so for the audience sake, because uh, some people that's a pretty advanced marketing mm-hmm. stuff there. So you're that's more like branding that you're kind of hitting everybody. People who've come into your you're geofencing your office, meaning mm-hmm. you're drawing a line around it, a mm-hmm. digital line, and then you're saying anybody who comes in and out of here, 
we want them to keep seeing our ads so that way they remember us and they come back later. And so you're seeing about 400 people come back to the office, might be a new patient, might be right. an existing patient. Um, okay, and you're spending about three grand on that. And then, do you, so of the 200 patients that you're getting, so you're getting 400 patients, uh-huh. 200 are coming from patient referrals. The other 200, where are those coming from? Are those largely coming from other digital ads that you're running or are they all coming from that $3,000 budget that you're seeing? No. And, and you know, the $3,000 budget that I actually, to clarify, I have four different, um, four different of those ads running and um, they're uh. specific to Invisalign implants, one of our offices that uh, we need some new patients in that's uh, expanded recently. And then um, actually, you know what? I apologize. I went down to three of those. So that's the three that we have running right now. So so nine thousand, so nine thousand bucks, three thousand total for all three of them. So about a thousand dollars a piece for each of them. Yep. And then as far as the other patients go, um, we see a lot of patient referrals, um, and then also a lot of our staff bring in. You know, we staff over a hundred people in Southwest Virginia, so we bring in a lot of people as well, family, friends, um, etc. Um, and then also with, uh, it's not just the digital footprint that I have that we bring in a lot of the patients, but um, through branding. We do um, see a lot that visit through with the internet or website. And I just kind of attribute that to branding because there's no way for me to track. You know, if they saw my billboard or they saw uh, the deal that we have uh, for ticketing naming rights, which I can get into if you'd like to. Um, Yeah, let's talk about that. So, yeah, because I feel like I feel like your budget's really low for the number of patients that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. So that means something else has to be driving those people. Right. Because if you're only spending $3,000 to get to 400 new patients and half of those are patient referrals, that's amazing. So that means there's a lot of things at force working together to create that momentum. Right. What? So let's walk through that. What, what are you doing? Yeah. So this deal is a little bit bigger and it's on an annual basis. Um, and I started it in April of 2022. Um, so essentially, there is an entertainment venue here, which is what my background actually was in, was marketing for um, concert concerts, Broadway. And then I moved into dentistry. Um, but uh, the... By accident, I read your story about that too. <laughs> We're all, I always joke about this. If you're not a dentist or a hygienist, then you always, everybody ends up in the dental industry on accident. Yeah, so. all, the only thing I had to do with dentistry was going to my twice a year yep. cleaning. So. Me too. Yep, me too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I knew of this vacancy for the sponsorship. And um, the building itself was originally Roanoke Civic Center. They're, they are now called Berglund Center. And Berglund Auto yeah. is a big presence here. Um, they're a big auto um, shop here in the area. And they bought the naming rights for the building. So what we bought is the naming rights for the ticketing website. And so we are actually HenrizzyDentalTickets.com is the ticketing, the where, where everybody purchases tickets for this venue. Now, they, they have over 400 events per year. They see over 400,000 people. You know, they're not pulling from a huge area. Southwest Virginia is a is a decent size, but it's not a huge area. And so, you know, Maybe. you're getting a lot of locals repeat visits. Um, we have quite a bit of signage through the building that's within that deal. What's really cool is our logo and um, name is printed on every single ticket. It's also on the tickets that get emailed to um, any any ticket purchasers. And then we get e-blast that to their um, 120,000 subscribers uh, four times a year. So, you know, there's there's quite a bit lumped into that deal. And that, so much. So, so, yes. so just for the listeners, is this something, cause I've never, I, if you said, Hey Gary, go figure out how to do this. I'd be like, sure. I don't know if I can do this. Right. So like for the listeners, is this something that you were able to pull off because of your background 
Or is this something that without your background, you think someone could still figure out? Absolutely. Without my background, they could figure it out. I just okay. knew the only the only difference was is that I knew of the vacancy of that sponsorship. Sure. So, you know, go if you have a local venue like that entertainment venue, concert venue that has that presence and pulls that many people, I highly suggested for branding. And, you know, the really cool uh, we we're, we wanted it to make sense for this area. And how does uh, why is a dentist office joining up with an entertainment concert venue? And, you know, we kind of just came down to both of us bring smiles and, you know, they, it's hard to go to a concert and not smile. We bring smiles. We improve people's smiles. So that's kind of where that connection came in. That's so cool. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. We're, we're working on making, we're in the business of making people smile. Exactly. That's really good. And so what, what's, so can, can you track what's coming from that? Or is that just purely just like branding or getting in front of people? So kind of both. Um, the e-blast, we can track. We can see how many clicks, um, the open rate um, and whatnot. Social media posts we get as well. Obviously, you can see what traction um, within their insights. They can they share that data with me. Um, but then as far as the branding aspect, oh, I just kind of have to go off of. Uh, I do have Berglund Center as an option when you um, come in as a new patient. How did you hear about us? Um, I haven't seen as much as many people select that. But I also have seen a huge increase in internet website or, um, you know, from from signage billboards when whatnot. And that's all there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. And then um, do you. So, okay, so so that that makes total sense. Now, is there anything else that you're doing that you're like, you know, people should really understand that this is the secret sauce to make this all work? Because because it it it, there's a lot there. There's a lot that we just listed. Yeah. is there anything else that I'm missing or I'm not asking the right questions around? No, I th- you know, I think you're asking all the right questions. And I feel like I've done marketing in general is trial and error. And uh-huh. being in a completely new industry, I've had to do a lot of trial and error. Um, and I definitely feel like the digital um, digital ads have been the best. And you just get to yep. see your ROI. You know, you know what's coming from it. You can go pretty much as far as to when they're walking in the door. Um, but you know, I do have to say like, as far as what I would tell somebody coming into the, the dental industry as a marketer or even just marketing in general, um, huge help for me was sitting at the front desk. And I did that. (laughs) I've done it multiple times when I first started, but then also when I like learned the industry a little bit more and was like, okay, so what do people really need from me? What are they trying to achieve when they come into this office? And so sitting at the front desk, you're hearing the dental terminology. You're hearing um, the patient concerns, patient questions, uh, the type of patient that comes in that is more likely to listen to you and hear your services and hear yep. really want to improve their lifestyle. But then then you're also seeing the patients that are just where I'm here for my cleaning and that's it. I'm good. Yeah. So or someone or someone is like, I'm in pain. I need to get out of pain right now. My dentist isn't open, right? Exactly. Yeah, there's there's a wide spectrum. It's not it's not cut and dry for sure. And then um, you know, the the thing that's interesting, because I did the same thing. So mm-hmm. when I first worked with a dentist, everything worked at that dental office. Like we just ran ads and it worked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is like super easy. Like right. <laughs> this is easy marketing. Then I went to the another office, a different, a different company. And we ran out for them and it didn't work. And they and I'm looking at everything. I'm looking at the traffic, time on site, demographic, um, everything's the same. And I'm going, man, what's wrong? Right. And I started listening to all their calls. And then I, I realized, oh, Susan at the front desk, like she's horrible on the phone. Like really, yeah. not only is she horrible, she's literally scaring away patients oh, almost a, maybe on purpose. Like 
it, it was that bad. And then that's when I realized, okay, there's, there's a lot more to this. And actually a little saying that I have now, and I tell everybody, cause people always ask me like, what's our return on investment going to be? What's our okay. cost per acquisition going to be? And I'm like, I can tell you all that what, on average, but I have never been better than anybody's front desk. Mm-hmm. And the front desk is the bottleneck that either makes or breaks you. And right now, like uh, on average, we're seeing a 35% unanswered rate mm-hmm. in the dental industry during normal business hours, which is a labor problem, right? Mm-hmm. But it's hard to make marketing successful if you're not answering your phones. Like it's, it's pretty much impossible. Yeah, that's interesting you mentioned that because... Um, we do. We did actually pull that data recently. So we, our phone system is through Weave, and um, we were seeing some of our offices that weren't answering as many phone calls. And now have added that to our weekly metric for the offices to mark. You know what is our Good percentage job. of answered calls? And we've. Well, seen, what was your percent? What was some of the bad percentages? Just um, there was probably I, I saw a couple that were in the forty percent answer rate, and then. Yeah. But I mean, they're all it's, over 80 it's and It's painful, now. right? Like is. that's, isn't, it's it like, is. and that's during normal. And so here's the thing. I just spoke at a dental conference and I tell people like the average is 35%. So if you don't know your average, uh-huh. you're probably in that 30 to 40% uh-huh. range and people don't believe it until they pull the numbers. Oh yeah, we didn't, it was something we didn't realize or even think to to look at that data, but we're missing all of those individuals that you're talking about that. I'm in pain. I need a dentist now. And they're just going to call till they get another dentist. And so, you know, it was definitely something that has increased. And that's why we saw as a company, our best month in January. And, um, and I think with everything that we've paid attention to, thank you. Um, it's really our our team across the board. We have an incredible team, all of our, everybody just works so well together and our our culture as a company is amazing. So, Everybody that makes has, all the difference in the world, right? It really does. And everybody's, you know, all hands on deck and we've made it work. And like I said, January 2023 was our best month as a company. So that's so awesome. How, yeah. um, how, so explain to me a little bit about your structure of like your marketing team. Are you like kind of the hub and then you interface with operations and then vendors or how do you have that structured? Yeah. So I'm, as far as marketing goes, a one man show. But I, I work with vendors um, to do our SEO and a little bit of help with the website. Um, and then the digital ads I was discussing earlier, I don't have that technology to be able to do that, um, uh, the, the marketing that they are able to do where they're geofencing and whatnot. I can do digital ads on Facebook and Instagram, but I can't do to the level that they do. So those are the two vendors that I work with. And then obviously the sponsorships that we've done um, with Berglund Center, we have one with a local hockey, a minor league hockey team, and we're branded as the Smile Cam, which is really cool. During the game, um, you know, everybody gets really excited for that. So a few things like that. But for the most part, I plan a lot of our events and do all the marketing um, in-house and, and any community events or vendor events, I'm, I'm behind the table there. So, yeah. That's so awesome. Great job. You're doing a great job. It's Thank hard. You. It's hard to do. And it's scary at times because especially when you're mixing in so much branding, uh-huh. it's hard to know if it's going to work at the next, it may work now, but then at that next step, is it going to continue to work? Especially when you bring on new offices and things like that. Uh-huh. How, how have you kind of dealt with that? Like it, when you roll in, so let's say you go to 10 offices tomorrow, uh-huh. how do you, and they're like, we need more new patients and uh-huh. we don't have enough new patients or we lost a bunch of existing patients. How do you kind of make sure okay, we're going to work you into the branding, which may take time. How do you kind of, how do you finesse that? Or how do you make that work? 
Yeah. So it, it all, like you said, just depends on it. Like if they need a new patient, okay, well, what's your next patient appointment that you can take, your next new patient uh, appointment? So I find that out first. Um, and then if it's tomorrow, I'm like, okay, well, I obviously need to get some patients in here. Um, and I'll do uh, a lot of the time, Facebook ads work really well for us. Um, I do see it across the board, you know, it's reaching. I can't tell what person has what insurance, so I can't target that um, yeah. closely. But so I'll get a lot of questions about insurance. And if we're not in network with them, I obviously know it's probably not going to, they're not going to end up going with us. But, um, but I do see uh, good traction and, um, and whatnot. So I'll start there. And if that is not working, okay, let's look for um, maybe a billboard in the area of people driving by. We have, and I'll give you an example. Uh, we have an, an our newest office that came on. Um, they are they've been wonderful and they're a great team. And we're getting new patients. I did run a digital ad there. Kind of hit a plateau. Um, it's a it's a very high traffic area. Um, this particular office, and so I have in the works to put a billboard there. And we did um, actually, which is awesome, just get um, a Spanish speaking employee on at that office, and so. Um, That's the, huge. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. And she's been great. Um, and so we've been getting a lot of traction. And How do you score if they're converting and following? Do you have somebody who translates for you? That's so one thing that we've we ran into a brick wall with that one where we're like, sure, we can track, you know, if you're doing Spanish or okay. uh, there's a bunch of different languages that people have. And then we're like, oh, we need someone to translate it still. Yeah. So this is I mean, when I say we just got her on, it was like last week. So I Got don't it. have okay. a lot of so data to go off of. Yeah, but um, but so far it's been good, and um, you know we are actually advertising in a church bulletin specifically because it's a huge Spanish area. There's a the yeah. um this particular church has a lot of um the community, uh, Spanish community. So it just it's like I've said a lot of trial and error trying to figure out um you know what works best, and uh, we're just we're just happy that we are better able to serve the community by um reaching, uh, you know, multiple, uh, ethnicities and whatnot in the area. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Last question for you. Sure. So you're on a big stage, you have a stadium full of <laughs> dental marketers, people, whether they might be a dentist that manages their marketing, it might be an operation person or a marketing person like yourself. You got one message to give to them. What's that message that you would share with them? Oh, just keep going. I have to say, just keep going. But I, I said it earlier in this, in this recording, I, it is imperative that you sit at the front desk. Go back and sit chair side if you have to and watch um, and, and see the, the chair side conversation. But I feel like, it, like you said, it is the bubble at the front desk is where it all happens. And, um, and that has been an uh, insurmountable amount of experience for me sitting up there. And I'll sit and do my, I'll have my computer right next to our office manager and our front desk and I'm helping check in patients. Um, but it helps. I mean, it really helps it learn the business and, and uh, you know, really, truly encompass the patient experience. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm, I really appreciate you coming on. You have a unique market. You have a unique approach. And that's what I was most drawn to is like, okay, how are you figuring this out? And so you have a lot of things that other people might say, well, this doesn't work for us. Mm -hmm. But if maybe if they're in a market like yours, maybe this is a, a roadmap that people could look at. So I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.